who what's up welcome to codependent and shit a real ass bitch talking about real ass shit how's it going everybody things are opening where i'm at where i live um i think most places are opening but i'm not gonna lie it's glorious to see people out Um, I've never thought I could be so grateful for such a simple thing. Um, We never also thought these things could get taken away from us. And it's put a lot of stuff in perspective for a lot of people. The shit is crazy. The world is crazy right now. We are, I just, it's just, I feel like everyone has a new perspective on a lot of things. I also kind of think with the whole pandemic thing and everything closing down, it's kind of is a little bit part of why... There's such a movement right now um, with the whole George Floyd um, and Black Lives Matter thing. Like, I feel like more people that were not usually involved in that are more inclined to be involved. Partly, I mean, this is just my my opinion um, because they just went through this. We all just went through this weird few months of like um, being secluded from people and. It's kind of just made us appreciate the little things and kind of want to be kinder to each other. And there's there's some there's more of a community feel. Like we're we're all you know they had this cheesy line. I still hear it. We're all in this together. And I don't know why that makes me roll my eyes when I hear it in the grocery store. But um, it's true at the same time. And I think that's part of why people that are like not we're not inclined to really get on the bandwagon of um racism that still exists um why they're inclined to and like I'm one of them I never like I will say I I kept quiet for a long time um and I just didn't feel comfortable to speak out on this stuff like I knew it was a problem and I knew it wasn't right but at the same time I didn't know what what to even say as a white person Um, I also didn't really understand white privilege before and now, and I used to not talk about it because I didn't understand it. I was like, well, I was born into this. I can't help it. But now I, I've started to understand that the fact that I could even be ignorant on what it means, what it is, is the privilege in itself. Like the fact I don't have to learn about what it means. The fact that I could turn a blind eye to a lot of things occurring, um, because I don't have to worry so I just thought oh well I don't have to worry about it and like it's like my cousin she posted something like I'm just choosing to not watch the news and like not pay attention to any of this maybe ignorance is isn't good I'm like well yeah your ignorance is our white privilege dude like we get to be ignorant about it because if it wasn't if we weren't white you would not be ignorant about it you would be pissed so um I guess I'm gonna obviously acknowledge this whole issue I don't want to talk too much on it. It is not my um, place to really be like, this is what I think. This is what we should be doing. I'm. It's not about me. Um, I definitely grew up a privileged white girl in a very Republican, which I just found out the most Republican city, the largest Republican city in California. It's fucking crazy. But totally... I just learned that, but it's of course totally. Um, I grew up with like just all white people. There was hardly any minorities, and it was lame, man. Because like growing up after that and going, I moved to LA. It was like culture shock, because LA is like a whole different animal from where I live in Orange County, even though it's like 50 miles apart on in California. LA is like way more diverse, way more culture, just 
a lot more um, people that are open-minded and just free to express themselves and they don't care and Orange County is more like cookie cutter like if you've watched the shows that are based here it seems like it's just like these conservative white people and I mean it is a lot like that but I, I don't really like telling people I'm from here because I get judged because of that and I'm so not like a standard um, Orange County white girl like at all obviously if you listen to my show <laughs> I don't seem like that right because I'm not so I love living here because of the beach but I don't because um, yeah it's a lot of white people and there's, there's race a lot of racist people Um, I grew up around that. It's just been, like, the norm for us to have, like, these racist uncles and racist dads. And it's just like, oh, you're racist cousin. And, like, it's, we, like, know they're racist, but we're just kind of, like, act like it's okay. And just something I'm realizing is, like, I shouldn't let that be okay. And I don't have to necessarily be like, hey, yo, you're a racist piece of shit when my racist uncle or whatever talks. But I could also challenge his beliefs when he talks. I could be like, well, why do you think this? Or, like don't you realize we're all the same don't you realize this is just a fucking meat suit which is like something i'm really keep talking about like why does anyone think they're better because of their fucking meat suit you got a certain meat suit it is fucking carcass (laughs) and yours is a certain color it doesn't make anyone better than anyone the fact that anyone thinks that is is stupid fucking stupid as i'm sorry it's true and so um obviously everything happening it's crazy and there's a lot of conflicting opinions everyone wants their opinion to be right and wants to argue with people that don't agree with their opinion and it's kind of like this really uh weird time to be on social media because then there's also this pressure that if you're not saying anything that you're a piece of shit and if you are saying something you're not saying the right thing and I bought into that a little bit when I first this all started happening last week um I was like really mad at influencers specifically but I guess I should have specified because I think I offended people whatever that aren't saying anything and um I was annoyed because it's like it's these influencers that are in the spiritual community that like preach about unity and preach about us all being one and they're just silent and it's like even if you have that you're on the conspiracy theory end of this which I've seen those people and they aren't saying anything because they think this is all staged because of the election. They think this is all staged because Hillary was just in trial for the emails. If you don't know what that's about, Google it. Um, and so they're on board with that, with the, you know, thinking that the world is run by baby-eating, Satanist, child molesters. No joke. Out of Shadows documentary, watch it. I mean, that shit was really interesting, but, like, I don't know if I'm on board with believing that the world is run by Satanist baby-eating child molesters, man. Like, you think my stuff's far-fetched? Like, that's a little far-fetched. But hey, I could be wrong because I'm starting to watch the Jeffrey Epstein thing and I'm like, yo, this shit's crazy. Um, Something definitely shady. Anyways, besides the point. They're on the end with that. The conspiracy theory. And so they don't have an opinion right now. I think this is all staged. But my, where I'm at and where I'm irritated, it's like, still, you are watching... What, what are the facts and you're watching the cops beat up, beat the shit out of protesters and stuff right now like the videos that are coming off twitter and instagram that are people's videos not from the news are fucked it's fucked and you still don't care 
you're still like I don't you still have your you know you're on the fence because of your conspiracy theory it's a way to stay on the fence which I think for some people is just a scapegoat to not have an opinion on this they just like well I don't believe it um um you still are seeing people get beat up by cops innocent fucking people old people this fool had a cane and got pushed to the ground in Salt Lake City like what the fuck or that fucking 75 year old man that was bleeding out and they just like walked over and like oh, oh what what the fuck the fuck is that and you guys don't care because you think it's a conspiracy i don't care these motherfuckers are beating innocent people this shit is fucked um but like i said everyone has their theories about what why and um i'm not even saying i don't disagree with that it's staged and that there's a hidden agenda but i still have to look at the facts and and the facts are also that racism is still alive and well and any white person that denies that excuse me it's full of shit it's full of shit because you know it's true you fucking know it's true and i've talked to a few of my white friends about this too and i'm like you know like that we normalize it a little too much like we just let it slide we're just like we all know racist people but then we just are like act like it's okay but it's not fucking okay and if this we ever want this to change we have to have a a shift in our thoughts and our ways of behaving in regards to this stuff too like in everyday life like obviously the protests are they have their mission and this is good this is doing something in itself but then we all have our own thing we can do to like make this stop being an issue like fucking meat suit doesn't matter yo it doesn't fucking matter and we were conditioned at some point growing up wherever you grew up to learn for some reason that it did matter but it doesn't and we can unlearn that shit just like we unlearn all the shit we learned to believe about ourselves about like being unlovable being unworthy how we learn to be codependent like we're unlearning that when we're self-healing so let's um work on uh, unlearning other toxic things that affect other people because they matter too um this should bother just because we're not getting (laughs) treated like shit um doesn't mean it doesn't matter that other people are like truly we should care and i i do feel guilty that i didn't care for a long time i mean i cared but it's just like i didn't care to say anything and now i don't give a fuck and i'm gonna say this to anyone saying it on my podcast putting on my instagram i'm gonna fuck it's not okay and the times are crazy and it's not even just a revolution of just like physical what we are it's a thought revolution right now i feel like it's just we're expanding like thought and like what we thought was the way which isn't the way the way of behaving believing everything so um i'm trying to think if there's more i wanted to say about that but i think that's summing it up i i i i respect the protesters the peaceful protesting um everyone has the right to do that and i'm actually gonna go out this sunday to la to go attend a protest slash pride since pride got canceled i'm a huge supporter of the gay community as well um i haven't mentioned that but yeah totally same same things apply um i wanted to talk about too um something i i feel immense guilt about that i haven't talked about and i'm sure there's other people i can relate especially right now they're probably feeling like oh god have you dated a racist maybe one of the racists that you've had in your life was your ex Maybe you had a kid with a racist, like I did. So, yeah. Um, my son's dad is a total racist, and I'm disgusted 
um, I've talked a lot about him on the show about how just appalled I am that I let this person have sex with me. <laughs> I mean, dated him, all of it. It's just like this never ending like guilt and shame. And I'm so embarrassed. I'm humiliated. And, um, especially right now I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe like I was, I was willing to be with someone that could, that thought that way and was so, um, hateful and narrow-minded, but I was very codependent. This is more, this is my codependency right there. And if you dated a racist and you, in your heart and soul, you're like, I'm not a racist. You probably did that because you're codependent. You contort for other people. You absorb what they want, what they believe, what they do, what they, everything, just to fit into what you think they want. You're just, you're willing to not have your boundary. There's no firm boundaries about what you believe, your core values, nothing. So you're just like this blob person when you're like very codependent, I'm saying. And you'll just contort for people. And um, I totally bended my own beliefs for this guy and um it's not that it wasn't an issue we fought all the time I was always like yeah you're a racist piece of shit especially after the baby was born I was like yeah I kind of fucking hate you (laughs) this is when I still stuck with him like living together but um so if you're feeling like guilt about past partners that were racist that you've been with it's okay forgive yourself like um, code of, it's not that you're you're a racist piece of shit. It's that you were codependent, and um, it's just a self love deficit right there. It's a self a deficit with a firm sense of self and identity and boundaries and being firm in your boundaries. Just a strong sense of self. Everything on this show circles back to this to having a strong sense of self and having a relationship with the self, and that honestly being the root solution to all of this fucking shit. Um, I'm going to talk about that in a bit, but I, but I just wanted to mention that, like, don't beat yourself up if you have racist partners, like, staying here, um, and, um, let's forgive ourselves, it's not helping the cause, to just put ourselves with that, it's codependency, it's okay, it's, it's just another, like I said before so many times, codependency manifests in so many ways, and, like, as you go along healing, you realize the different ways it's shown up. And that's one. Showing up is like being willing to be with a person that is a racist or a bigot. It's, yeah, it's part of it. It's not about, it's not who you are. So don't judge yourself. Um, what else did I really want to talk about? Um, oh, okay. So I've just not really been posting episodes because I've been so, like, honestly, really confused and irritated by this not what's going on but like the community of of people the self-healing community on social media and they're spiritual and I in my show I have a lot of spiritual undertones I don't like to be too woo-woo because um I'm trying I try to keep it really practical for you guys and even for me as someone that I once I was really into the like woo-woo stuff, when I start hearing someone talk about like, you just gotta like align your vibration and like everything is vibration and like you're just gonna manifest this, like I just tune out. I'm like, you sound like a fucking kook. And a lot of you guys write into me and tell me that you like my show because it's so practical. It's like real, it's like understandable. And I'm like, okay, exactly. Yeah, that's what I want. I wish I had when I was <clears throat> first starting my 
self-healing journey. I'm not a fucking guru and I'm never going to claim to be someone's guru like some of these people. And like, honestly, since all this shit started popping off, like these people really reveal themselves like in different ways. But the whole like concept of it, of this business, this industry, the self-healing industry where there's people making mad money, um, coaching people to like how to live their life I thought I like wanted to go into that and like I really just the more I'm seeing this industry I'm starting to really not like it and I'm starting to really realize it's a very white privileged um driven or like controlled industry it's like these white mostly white women and they're getting people that can spend a thousand plus dollars a month to have them coach and it's like I just feel like they're being coached on these things like manifesting and, you know, healing. But it's like, I don't know, man. I, it's, it's, I've been struggling to put my, put like, even understand what's fucking really bugging me about it. Why it's so phony. I'm so sick of getting these pop-ups for these fucking bitches that are like, Oh, let me help you manifest. Oh, you need a spiritual entrepreneur coach? You need a new... Like, shut the fuck up. Like, who are these people that think they know how to tell people what to do with their lives? I don't want to tell anyone what to do with their lives. I just want to help people... <clears throat> help people figure that stuff out for themselves. Um... And I don't want to go into like this woo-woo shit. I want to keep it like real. And as real as I can get is to just always circle back at the most important aspect of every road I've gone down with. Self-healing, healing codependency, healing love addiction, healing addictions to every other thing, healing um, this need to fill the void, healing being so attached to external um, and looking for all my validation outward is just cultivating and solidifying my relationship with myself. And there is a level of this self-healing stuff that you can be addicted to healing. There is, especially in spiritual community, I've seen a lot of people talking about it. And it's actually weird that people are leaning new age beliefs and going towards like um, Christianity and stuff because they say new age is like actually like not... The, the business they're like saying it's this never-ending healing thing and you never get to the end and I'm like yo I feel that like you can be addicted to healing it's just another escapism every week these people I'm sorry I hate to say these people like that but like the spiritual community these women that are coaching these men that are coaching it's just like Every time I watch their stories, every day, it's like this, like, tangent about, like, healing another layer of trauma. And, oh, I worked through this, this. I realized I still need to, like, do this and come, um, have firm boundaries. It's just, there's always something they have to work on internally. And it's like, if you're obsessed with healing that much, are you ever present? Doesn't that defeat the purpose? It's always about... And shedding another fucking layer and and always about what's still wrong with you you're still never good enough you still need to heal you're never done healing heal 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 this it's never ending there's never a light in the tunnel and it's fucking miserable and i'm over it and what i keep realizing every day right now and that i wanted to talk about in this episode for you guys too 
is to just accept yourself in every moment. Like healing is just awareness, right? You're just bringing awareness to these patterns that you have and why you develop these patterns. And for most and almost like seriously, almost everyone, it's just that in childhood, an emotional need wasn't met by a caregiver and it manifests into our life. Um, And a lot of times that emotional need not being met manifested as an unhealthy relationship with ourself or like no relationship with ourself, no boundaries, no self-love, no, the whole thing. So the most important thing though, after bringing awareness to these things and starting to like try to heal and change is to always still accept yourself in every moment of your healing journey. Um, and take weeks off to just be with like whatever you just work through. You don't have to be like, oh my God, next thing, next thing to heal. Like if you just surrender and relax into life, like things are going to come up just, and then you can deal with it. But like, you don't have to keep digging for more to heal. Like just be with yourself. Give yourself some credit for how far you've come. It's really messy. It's really up and down. You're going to fucking relapse on old habits. You're going to slip up. And when you do, be easy on yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Accept yourself in every moment through it. That is seriously, I don't, it doesn't, that's all I can feel is like the most important aspect of this. And that's the real healing is to accept yourself. When that thought comes up, it's like, oh, I should have done this. Oh, look, you're still so fucked up. Catch yourself and be like, you know what? No, I'm healing. Just catch yourself and change that thought, that way you're talking to yourself. And be nice, kind to yourself. This shit's hard. Accept yourself. Even if, like, I will just be like in my car and I'm like, God, my car's a mess. I'm still such a piece of shit. I do that all the time because, like, I'm a single mom. I work full time. I clean as much as I can. I grew up in a fucking hoarder house. Like, disgusting. I'm not kidding, guys. So learning to like start cleaning has been something I have to consciously do um, and like have the self-worth to do, which I had to build. Um, but I grew up in like a gross home and, and I was always really messy. And so I, I try to be good about it. Like my, my house is mostly, it looks, it's not bad. However, it's not perfect. I don't have a ton of time to just be cleaning my car, especially. So my car will be a mess and I'll be like, God, you're so gross. You're so, so gross. No one would want to be with you. No one would want to. And I have to catch myself and be like, you're fine how you are right now. You are fine how you are right now. It's, you're, you're getting there. Like, None of this becoming this star human you think you need to be is done overnight. So always accepting yourself. Or like, I had someone write in to me from India, which is super rad. Shout out. Uh, And we were talking about, she was saying she's feeling like she's using people to fill voids. And so she's trying to focus on herself and self-love, which... um, from what she's told and we're always all told on social media is like just you know work out and like bubble baths and shit but it's so much more than that it's internal work it's a lot of accepting yourself in every moment that's self-love always accepting yourself no matter what fucked up thing you started to think catching yourself accepting who you are right now because you are perfect and fine right now you are perfect and fine so she was starting to um notice that she's still wanting to text this person who um she feels like she's using to fill a void and she's like trying to focus on like herself and self-love but she finds the desire to still want to text them and I was telling her that that's not 
bad. Like having a desire and thinking of someone isn't bad. If you start are starting to date someone, of course you're going to think of them. That's healthy, normal romance. Like that's exciting. There's just a level where it becomes addiction. If you can't function, if this person isn't texting you, that's addiction. That's emotional addiction. If you are going to be like sick to your stomach till you get that text, that's emotional addiction. You're way too invested in this person's giving you validation. And that's where you should, that's a red flag and you should start, you're like, take, take a step back. Um, but if you're just, you know, you think of this person and it's not like, oh, I'm going to die if they don't respond. You're, you're okay. That's fine. And when you find yourself thinking of a person that you're trying not to hyper-focus on or instead of beating yourself up about it, when you catch yourself, um, being nice to yourself, I, I explained to her that to catch yourself and beat yourself up for it you're kind of just creating more internal resistance and chaos for yourself it's not helping it's only digging a deeper hole because you're being mean to yourself in there and this is about self-love so when you catch yourself thinking of him or her just be like okay I see you I see that you're doing this it's okay just let it go try to think of something else but just just be so neutral about it like I see this it's okay I like them that's fine am I do I need them no but I would like to hear from them, and that's okay. Just be neutral. Just keep it. Just keep it good. neutral. <laughs> Accept yourself. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I just. I don't know where I want to go with um. My uh, podcast. I don't know. Where I want to go with anything. I thought this was like a career route for me. I really. I'm. I've been so into self development the last like two and a half years. Obviously, I've learned a lot, and obviously, I, I'm I have pretty decent at talking about it and uh, understanding it. But the the woo woo route, the spiritual route, is not really appealing to me anymore. Um, there is a level of it that makes sense, and which is the self love. I feel like that's that's spiritual, the all that stuff. But being addicted to healing feels like a never ending thing that doesn't sound um productive to always be not present and I spent a lot of time doing it too I bought book after book after book I'm like I need to heal this and now I need now I need to heal this right now I'm just trying to like be with who I'm becoming and just let whoever I want to be right now be and it's I I don't even know seriously I don't even know who I am again But I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to start figuring out and how I can be of service to you guys in other ways besides this podcast. Seriously, like, I wanted to give up on recording so many times since all this shit started because I was just like, who cares? Why do I, you know, and this industry is becoming so phony. But my podcast isn't really like that. And I think that's why it resonates. And seriously, th- those of you that have reached out since I haven't really been recording, I don't know if you realize that, that you did reach out that time, but you did. Um, those messages are why I'm going to keep going because I, I got emails that were so touching and hearing that the older episodes are still like really helping you guys is everything. And so I have to keep going because I really just like, I just want to help you guys get through this and like for real though, like not just like some fucking spiritual bypassing bullshit where you just find a new addiction. I want you to truly come home to yourself, come home to your knowing that you are worthy and 
capable and whatever abuse anything you've been through that made you believe otherwise is bullshit conditioning and we can unlearn that shit and just being present and happy with who you are in this moment and accepting yourself accepting yourself and obviously that comes after a lot of forgiveness and there is inner work to do but let's take time to enjoy that inner work like what it's so like what comes of it let yourself enjoy like the work you've done and who you've become instead of always looking for another fucking layer to have to work through like let the layers just come up when they need to just just be especially right now what makes you happy what truly makes you happy right now I'm during these times during quarantine was able to really realize what little things I truly fucking love like I love just for me I love for me and I hope you guys have started to realize those things too whether it's like drawing or like painting singing dancing music writing fucking rollerblading I'm serious anything I started rollerblading I got rollerblades fucking awesome me and my son <laughs> ride around town he rides his bike and I ride my rollerblades <laughs> it's really fun I fucking rollerblade all things whatever you like doing okay um, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you're doing okay. Thank you for who has written into me. I love you guys so much. I love hearing from you guys. I'm so grateful that I've met so many people through this show, honestly. Um, those are the coolest people from around the world that that get me and I, I get you. And it really reminds me of, although social media and how connected we are can be a bad thing. It also can be such a beautiful thing and I'm so grateful that I have this ability to be connected to you guys in this way and I'm just looking at how I can connect more and do more so take care of yourselves I love you so much okay